All right. This is Andrew. Uh, I wrote a book. It's called Water Wasted. It's coming out in November. Um, you should pay me for it and buy it, and I'll get all the money because I'm the man and I wrote it. Ha <laughs> ha! The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Decision Night 2020. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Good evening, Tara Hunt. Hello. Welcome to Decision Night 2020. I'm Bradford Hockendock with my good buddy Dustin Jackson. Dunson. How y'all doing? It's great. We got a lot of uh, results coming in. We got a lot of news to share here. Uh, voter turnout has been pretty okay, so uh, we're about ready to start calling things. What you say, Millions Bradford? have gathered today in various spots all around Terre Haute in Indiana to vote in probably the most important election uh, in all of history uh, anywhere. So it's we a got big a lot deal, of folks. stuff that's got lots of stuff that's going on. The polls are going to be going till about midnight, and the uh, there's a lot of stuff that's uh, happening right now. So there's a lot of buzz. Everyone's going crazy. Yeah, a uh, quick hitter before we get into everything here. It looks like the ballot initiative for legal marijuana has been uh, uh, voted down. Uh, but Again? It, it, approval rating for illegal marijuana is at an all-time high. So we got record numbers of approval for illegal marijuana. So uh, uh, I guess I'm, I'm not 100% sure the legality of that, what that means, but... Uh, legal marijuana is illegal, and illegal marijuana, I guess, is uh, well, I guess that's illegal. Um, I don't know, I'll have to get somebody to check in on that. Uh, we got uh, our, our numbers getting... boy right here as well. Should throw it to him, he's gonna give us some statistical analysis. A lot of these elections and whatnot. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, Jimmy Integer? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they call me Jimmy Integer, but uh, I assure you, I am quite fond of decimal points as well. Um, I did I my graduate studies in decimal points at the Harvard School of Numbers, and I did my masters here at the Terre Haute Community College. So I think I know a lot oh, about wow, numbers. My brother went there. I, I gotta say, typically on a news program where we're announcing the news, we don't give our biography and background. Oh, I thought I was going to do that every day that I'm well, here. Well, they do then. They, those city slickers do. They got to come with their curriculum vitae. <laughs> we, we and the only time I've been to uh, academia, as they say, is uh, at the Terre Haute Community College. We, I mean, back in the day, me and Dusty, we just hung out at the dorms, the girl dorms. <laughs> yeah, not the guy but, ones. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, we uh, we didn't go there, but we did go there a lot. I'm quite a fan I mean. of academia nuts. Kind of a mess to eat, though. You put them in my ice cream. Oh, you put them in your ice cream. You chop them up. I grind them up like kind of a like a little dusty dust, like kind of sprinkle on there with my sprinkles. Oh, look at Bradford Hockendock being all like hoity-toity with his mortar and pestle. <laughs> we I'm like a, to have fun here. We like, like to a have bit fun. Of, like a little, I can like tell. A, I can shaman. tell. Make a, like a shaman making like apothecary chemicals. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you could be... Sh or did you run for head shaman this year? Oh, no, no. I might pass that. I'm too old. Oh, yeah, you're too old for elected auto. Me too. My bones, I couldn't keep up with Even all though, that I mean, stuff. most shaman, they're old guys, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm too old for these politics stuff. I, I don't I don't got the brain for none of this. Well, back in my youth, I, I ran for Chicken Man, the guy that's got to catch all the chickens for the restaurants to cook up. Oh, it's fun. Uh, I mean, yeah. your, old, your knees wouldn't do that now. Oh, absolutely not. Look at them. They're all knobby. They swell up when it's about to rain. Two different sizes. If I push one I, down, the other one gets bigger. Jimmy, what? do you run for anything? No, I've never really Jimmy. run for anything. You know, I really just analyze elections. Uh, I don't really consider myself much of a policy person. I'm more of a numbers guy. You got that big calculator sticking out of your breast pocket. <laughs> oh, you mean a phone? You're going to crunch some yeah. numbers for us? You I do, I do uh, have an app on my phone to use a calculator, but... Going to crunch some numbers for us, huh? It's yeah, all about oh, the look. He's got that pen in his pocket, too. It's all about the look. He's trying to look like a nerd. I'm sorry if you didn't want me to call that. I know people say being nerds is cool now, what with Morgan Webb and all, but uh, you know, I just don't want to be rude. So I pardon me if I misstepped calling you a nerd. But His hair is all wispy. Oh, no, I understand. Like a, you just the face like of a mountain, like... You just like to have fun here. I get it. I get it. His head I looks like to have fun anywhere. But we head are. He looks like a, a mountain. His, his hair is wisping around like misty. Like He, he looks uh, kind of like uh, uh, majestic to me, the numbers guy. 
And don't he look good? It looks good. He looks good. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly, like a- Kelly, Kelly, she's yeah, she says so. She agrees. What do you say, Kelly? Kelly, you got a boyfriend? Jimmy, do you got a girlfriend? He's got a wedding ring on, but he can have a girlfriend. Just you know, Dunstan, have a girlfriend. Dunstan, in <laughs> statistics, we have a saying, you miss every shot you don't take. Um, so I think uh, if you're interested in Kelly over there, you should take your shot. There's a 100% oh. chance that uh, there might be a 50% chance that it, she says oh, yes. Oh, Carol will have his ass. Oh, yeah, she's going to be chopping me up, feeding me to the dogs, I tell you what. And I, that English bulldog, he'll be eating me up and farting me out in about two I'm hours. I'm give us enough shit because we're all saying how much, how good Dale's Wife's Lemonade is. It's so good. It's oh, so yeah. refreshing. She puts fresh squeezed lemons in there. Sometimes she changes it up and she makes pink lemonade and it matches her cute little shirts and her skirts that she wears. Yeah, in the and- summertime. No, oh, and it looks so good with her. You know, in skin. the winter, she wears that big pink puffy coat with those big uh, uh, UGG boots. Those, those puffy boots too, and those, oh, those yeah. blue tight, those blue tights. Oh man, yeah. And I, we always are complimenting her lemonade. My wife, she just thinks I'm talking about something else. Like I'm making, uh, like I got my mind in the gutter. Like but sex I, stuff. Yeah, I'm not talking about sex stuff, especially not on the news with old Jimmy Anager sitting right here next to me. <laughs> yeah, he don't know nothing about any of that stuff. <laughs> he don't know nothing about Kelly over there. What you know about pussy, Jimmy? All right. Well, hell, uh, yeah, Bradford, we are still cut on it, the air. We'll just, we got a delay. They can cut it out. They Do we got a delay? I, I thought we had a... I thought the delay guy didn't get elected yet. Well, I mean, like the... Oh, Kelly's saying we don't got it. Okay, well, I mean, my bad. All right. Uh, quick ballot initiative here. A22. It looks like... You do not need a prescription for Xanax in the state of Indiana no more. So uh, I guess, you know, rappers or like like early 20s people that fake their anxiety so they can do drugs without guilt. Like, good news for you, because Xanax is legal in Indiana. I wonder if I could try that. Like Sunday, It's like, you know, when you get the Sunday scaries, but it's like Tuesday. You, you know when you get drink. like... Yeah, because you had too much to drink before work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I mean, I I, I, I don't want to take no pills, but some people, I mean, like. Well, you know, I don't want to take no pills unless a doctor gives them to me. Then I'll just eat that shit. I'll eat it up, you know. Just wife, she said she swears by those pills. She's, well, she's she puts always a, she puts a bunch of them in a bowl and puts some milk in it. Eats it with a she spoon. She falls asleep, though. She falls asleep a lot. If, you're, if I'm feeling, you know, a little anxious, you know, we all get a little bit anxious. We're anxious not waiting on these results. I mean, I'll just open a nice warm beer. Yeah, the warmer the better. You can heat it up in the microwave like they do with milk for a baby, but for a grown man. I just man. take it in my palm and I roll it back and forth. Because my hands are warm. Feel this. Jimmy, feel that on your leg? You can probably feel it through your jeans, huh? Yeah, well, I, those are some nice, I, I do have to say I have nice noticed you got on there. I've I've noticed that just about everybody here drinks on the job. It seems like well, it's required. Well, if it's, it's warm, it, that law was passed last year. If it's warm, it can't get you drunk. I got I almost got a speeding ticket, and the cop who pulled me over was maybe like eleven or twelve beers deep. He just had him sitting on the on the uh, passenger seat next to him. You know, he, he, well, I mean, they'll pull you over and hand you a beer before they get you know. Oh, down that's to exactly what happened. Actually, he he pulled me over because actually I was driving sober, and he made me blow, and I blew a zero point zero. So he let me off with a warning and gave me like a beer or two. Yeah, and- a few years ago we passed we abolished DUIs because. Uh, I, I started getting to a point where, you know, the Branson boys were competing all the time to see who could have the most. And uh, it became like a badge yeah. of honor. And so they would try to get DUIs. And if they wouldn't get one, they'd just keep driving around. Well, I think that's it's a, kind of a like, fairly uh, progressive policy there because DUIs are disproportionately given to those in need and, and you know, poorer folks. So it's very <laughs> forward thinking of you uh, to kind of reverse Distribute that. Distribute DUIs. That's what, that's what, yeah, that's what they want to do. But we got rid of them. Uh, not a big deal. Now it's just, you know, we're one of those towns where you can just drink and drive and everyone's just, they're, everyone's just down with it. It's a cultural thing. Right. You know, you go to places like Pennsylvania. Like how you go to Wisconsin and every bar has a guy in a bathtub full of beer with a big ladle pouring beer over his own head. Right? It's just cultural. Or they'll have like a dunk tank in there filled with beer. And some guy's yeah. a clown. Yeah. And everyone wants to be the clown. Like, no, let me. And you got to sign up. There's like month. There's a waiting list. I mean, I know there's crazy. a town in Wisconsin where all the women moved away because all the men wouldn't stop drinking so much. So they elect a town woman every year, 
And that guy's got to, you know, get his nails done, get his hair all straightened. But the second he starts cleaning up a little bit, he leaves town too. So you got to elect another one. And soon nobody going to live there because nobody wants to be the town woman. Well, speaking of which, we got a couple things that are coming in right now. Uh, Looks like Dolby Sprout is two points ahead of Gunnar Allschwartz for the position of the doer of dirty deeds. Oh, yeah, that was a close, highly hot-anticipated race. Dolby Sprout, he gets in there. He's going to do some nasty stuff. With over $40 of -of out-of-state money coming in there, the nation has its eyes on that one. Uh, What exactly does the doer... What what exactly does that position do, Jimmy? Well, I think it's essentially like a get-out-of-jail-free card where you're just supposed to do bad stuff, and you can't really get locked up unless you're not doing enough bad stuff, you know? Going around pulling out chairs and people before they sit down, stuff like that. Yeah, just mean stuff, nasty stuff. Well, so wouldn't theoretically then the loser of that one be more bad than the other one? Uh, Legally, I guess, right? Because then you're not allowed to do it if you you lose, but if you win. Jail free card type of thing? Yeah, you can't go to jail if you're the doer of of bad deeds. Spitting loogies and people's drinks. Killing guys. Wet willies. Some nasty stuff Dolby's going to get done, I'm telling you. All right, we got a race here for Town Crier. That I think we're willing to call right now, Jimmy. You got a seven-point lead. Ninety-three percent of the districts turned in. It looks like Darby Winchester is going to be the town crier for the third time in a row, narrowly beating out Mint Smith. Uh, Darby's been a great town crier. He's he's always in that town square crying, yelling about stuff. He's got gossiping. his bell, his little handheld bell that he likes to just walk down the street. Ding, 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 Yeah, ding, that's ding. his own bell. People think that's like an official bell. He made that bell or bought it from Hobby Lobby or now, something. Now, position is not to be confused with the master of bitching. Yeah, the master of bitching, he is not limited to the town square. However, the master of bitching is not allowed to make Tom formal Cryer announcements. Can, can cry about anything. Master of bitching has to complain. Yeah, he's all, ta- that's his main thing. He's Town Crier does a lot of like, you know, Costco is giving out samples of the spiced chicken nuggets on Sunday is something the Town Crier would say. And something the master of bitching would say is mostly like, you know, my back hurts, my feet hurt. Uh, kids Why don't women got, shave their legs yeah, in the kid, winter? Kids got green hair nowadays. It wasn't like that when I was a boy. Things like that is, is what the, the Master of Bitchin does. Say the lights take too you long know, to change. Some trivia I learned stuff. when I moved to this town, too. Master of Bitchin is actually one of a number of local official titles that is named after a Joe Satriani album. Now, now that's nice. Now, that's Joe nice. Satriani, he, I mean, a lot of people don't know. He's got a lot of folk here. Like so a I got lot. a big old statue of him in front of the school. Mm-hmm. Joe Satriani High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got a class on riff in there. A lot of high schools here, but, uh, you know, Terre Haute High School. Uh, George W. Bush Memorial George High. W. Bush, yeah. George H. W. Bush High School. Yeah. Uh, Jeb Bush High School. Uh, Bush the Band High School. They got one. Bush Light High School. Bush Light High or, School. Or just Bush, or just Bush High School. Yeah. They got the Anheuser-Busch like School of... The Anheuser-Busch School of Modeling, which all those all those women go missing every year. I don't know what's happening down there. The Kate Bush School for Missing Women. No one ever shows up, but... <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that's a good school. We got, <laughs> we got a, another one locked in, it looks like. Uh, this is uh, Samus Columbia versus Kelly Monte Cristo for County Bimbo. Oh, the Samus yeah. Columbia, she's coming up hot. People don't think she's going to pull it off, but she's got a... She's on the rise here. Jimmy, well, what are those numbers about, looking like? Well, truthfully, we don't have any numbers, but if you want to call this one, I think it's probably about 50-50 for either candidate. They're both smoking hot. Anytime you have two options, it's going to be about 50-50, and especially when they're both equally smoking hot. You know, exit polling was showing about, you know, 50-50. What, what, what was the last one's name? Samus Columbia or Kelly Monte Cristo? Kelly Monte Cristo. Yeah, she she I knew her. She was a, a, a old, old, old one of those farm girls out there, and nobody really thought much of her. But she went to the big city for a little bit, got a bunch of shit injected in her, 
and she started I wearing. I mean, none of these, none of these ladies. I mean, growing up around here, I mean, we always check the slut list every year. None of these girls were either on it. No, so they weren't even th- on nobody's radar. No one would have thought either of these girls would be on the county bimbo uh, position. And I all mean, of a sudden, you got Kelly Montecristo walking up a gravel road in some bright pink high heels. Tripping over the place, falling over. Snapping gum. Snapping her gum. Wearing big hoop earrings, and her hair is down, but it's pushed back by her big old sunglasses. She's got one of them shirts that's smaller than her bra, so her bra's peeking over her shirt. She's got those nails where they're all white at the end and smooth. Classic jean short situation uh, with the whale tail thong. Uh, Wasn't on anybody's radar even a year ago. It might have been because she was 17. It might have there's been. been. There's been several uh, multi-car pileups at intersections because she'll be walking on the sidewalk and all the fellas, I mean, they all look at, they're all, you know, rubbernecking and their wives are pulling their heads back and then, you know, there's a whole hoopla over it. Well, so speaking they're, of, they're trying to change laws about that. I just wanted to point out we look at exit poll B11 here. Hold exit on, po- the nerd's talking. I Let wanted the nerd to, talk. to point out something peculiar about Miss Monte Cristo's, uh, run, uh, her her uh, running for office here is that she's also running for county treasurer and if she wins both elections she'll have to serve in both well she's a treasurer herself so i think that'd be suitable we all lock her up put her in a safe because she's a treasure not literally that'd be a prison indiana jones he'd want to get his filthy paws on her swap her out and let all those those natives chase him well uh, if indiana jones ran for the duel of bad deeds maybe he could do that i got another poll that came through here too we're looking at uh let's see uh, ballot initiative C11 right here. No more hitchhiking. Now I say this one because she was always Get out of town, sticking her legs out of bushes and whatnot, and causing all these 10, 11 car pileups, all these 18 wheelers, skidding, crashing into everybody, hundreds dead. And she wasn't even looking for a ride. She just said it made her feel pretty. Look. If you're a pretty young lady, you don't need to be hitchhiking anyway. There's plenty of creeps out there that'll kill your ass, chop you up, put you in a trunk or something like that. If you want to get Doesn't killed happen or kidnapped, just go to a bar alone or something. Guys don't get murdered. So guys can hitchhack women. No, 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 no. Well, a guy will get murdered if he got a bunch of money or he's a jewels or something, you know? Yeah, but there ain't nobody in Terre Haute with jewels except maybe like Gilroy Monsanto or something like that. Oh, yeah, well, you know, depending on this election, he might have a lot more jewels uh, this time tomorrow. Gilroy Monsanto, every now and then he'll, like, come walking through the town with the big old amulet around his neck saying, you know, bragging and boasting about how he got this ancient thing, and then and then he gets rid of it, and then you next thing you know, he's got a big old ring on, and he's talking about how that and how it has powers, and I don't know. We love Gilroy, don't we? I mean, he's the best. Gotta love Gilroy. Gotta love Gilroy. Current recorder of deeds, we ain't know what he's gonna do next. Uh, This one right here is gonna be a close one. Uh, We got uh, Wendell Husk versus Pino Jars, and he's, uh, they're both running for a county pleasureman. Oh, yeah, that's a big one again. I hate to keep saying that about everyone. You get to eat grapes fed to you by, uh, sometimes by the county bimbo, but people are fanning with leaves, you drink wine. You're just all around a man of pleasure. In a chase lounge all day. And, I mean, if you could hold on to that position for years, I mean, you're doing something right. Yeah, just tons of free grapes. You get to eat cheeseburgers. You get to eat candy for dinner if you want some of that. Ice cream. You can sit on the toilet. You can sit on the toilet for three hours straight just looking at your phone. I remember the best uh, county pleasure memory we had was back in 76, right? That was uh, uh, Rodrigo Polanski, right? And he wore the toga. He only drank melted ice cream. He just get a big he old. He got bowl his legs surgically changed to the legs of a goat. Oh yeah, because Bacchus <laughs> or whatnot. He play his flute and all that. I mean, he would get all these 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 like uh, these nymph these nymphos. Oh yeah, hang out in his gardens. And I mean, he would just fuck all day like a dog. Yeah, he had a forked tongue. Disgusting man. Did he all get the forked tongue too. after getting elected, or did he just always have it? And I'm not a. Oh, he, I'm not sure. He never opened his mouth the pleasure man, The pleasure is usually these guys. I mean, they get kind of pudgy. They get like a little of a belly on them, and they, they get grow out their sideburns, like mutton chops kind of style. Big cherry and, cheeks. Uh, but somehow people are still drawn. They're kind of like, they get usually got like some sweet floral scent to them. These guys are all about pleasure, I'll tell you. Rodrigo, now I'm not a homosexual man by any means. 
but we all know that. But uh, 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 I would say Rodrigo Polanski as Pleasure Man, he had about the smoothest looking penis I ever saw. Like aesthetically, you know, it was like one color, no hard edges, and it wasn't weird. He'd walk around without. It wasn't weird. It's like how you watch, you know, like documentaries on National Geographic, and people are walking around with their their titties out and. Well, that's normal for them, so no one cares. Or like, you know, you go to a uh, museum you, and you instead go, yeah, of the, you, you see statues, yeah. and they got their they got their grapes and their their Johnson out, and instead of know, the statues just standing there, they're walking around eating grapes and like rubbing. They're their, smelling your hair yeah. when they meet you, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, rubbing your neck, spraying pheromones and whatnot out of their lymph nodes. There, I mean, you go to, you go to, you know, you're walking by and he's like calling out from his garden, inviting you to brunch. You're like, well, how can I say no? And then you smell like a big purple, like streak that you start floating and it leads you back to him. Put he, some flowers in your hair. I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy, but I nice mean, he guy. might get, I mean, it's been a while. Still not an excuse if you didn't show up to work that day. They'd be like, where were you being? And I was like, I was with Rodrigo Polanski in his garden. He made me smell some purple stuff. And you know, on get docked pay and whatnot, but it was worth it. He would it. take those. He would take those little bottles of perfume where he holds his hand, and if there's a little hose attached and a, like a bulb that he go right in your face. Oh yeah. Anyway, so who knows who's going to win Pleasureman this year? It could be Husk, could be Pino Jars. Uh, my money's on Pino Jars. Yeah, I'm a Jars man too. Because well, he's got that long silky hair. Oh my God. Do you have statistical analysis, uh, Jimmy, of like smoothness of like genitals, general orb block body? Perhaps like you can determine the election based on how rotund and robust a man's cheeks are. Well, all the candidates were asked for that, um, but most of them didn't get back to us. However, we have been asking people at the polls what kind of bodies uh, they prefer in their candidates. And what they say? You know, when it comes to the men, they like just real doughy kind of average guys just like them, I guess. Like meatball shapes, like beholder yeah. shapes? Yeah, more spherical sort of. Like, Actually, the more round, the better, because it actually makes the voters feel better about themselves to be like, yeah. oh, I'm not as stupid looking as this guy who's the king or whatever, you know? Like, they're chubby, but it's it's like tight. Like, they're, they ain't got saggy fat, you know, that type yeah, of guy, fat guy? Yeah, right, right. Because you don't want to see that. I mean, that's just kind of disgusting. You want you want to make sure that they're actually kind of, you know, they got their shit together. They're going to, they're gonna if they're going to be pleasure men, they need to actually yeah. be able to be mobile. And if you're circular, it's much easier to just roll your way to the next pleasurable experience. I think you need to have nice skin. I think that's a qualifier. Oh, right yeah. There. You have to have, like, olive skin. And smooth, not a lot of, uh, uh... Uh, uh, bumps. I well, guess. the more spherical you are, the easier it is to just roll through like a patch of like skin lotion. Oh, that's true. I don't know if they want to roll too much. They might get poked by all those vines in there. That you know, the, I don't know what what what's going on. Rose bushes they they got in there. Berry bushes or anyway. We need to talk a little bit about the voting process. We haven't really talked about the voting process. We got voting places all over Terre Haute. You got gyms, schools, you got malls open. All the bars got voting booths. Yeah, voting in them. tonight will be going until 4 a.m. in some places because about half these polling stations are bars. Maybe 25% are strip clubs. So they're open pretty late. If, if people are listening to this right now, they haven't voted. You can get down to the local watering hole, cast a couple votes, grab a couple beers. You know, do your we even duty. got voting at, in the graveyards. You show up to the graveyards, rob someone, somebody. Guess what? You can vote too. They got also, a, a girl in the strip club, right? And she'll come out like, let's say, for example, you want to vote for, you know, the Village Oaf, right? And you're going to vote for either Michael St. Michael or Tokyo Joe Racismo, right? And it'll say Michael St. Michael on one of the strippers' left titty, and then on the right one, it'll say Tokyo Joe Racismo. And uh, uh, whichever titty you grab, that's who you vote for. And she goes back and she tells the polling judge or whatever. And she'll be like, he grabbed my right titty. That's for Michael St. Michael or whatever. So if you come home and you're covered in glitter and your wife wants to know why you got glitter on you and you use the arts and crafts excuse too much. You can say that you're at the voting parade. The voting parade. Will be well. well, it is true that the strip club is called the polling station. So it's not uh, wrong to say you're got there. stripper now, poles Now, that's in funny. There. 
Now that's I never put that together. We got guys, uh, uh, guys walking up and down the street with big car boxes strapped to them, and you could just drop your vote into them and their vote walking uh, voting booths. We got drones going around to people's houses that allow people to vote. Uh, you got uh, crashing through their windows. Oh yeah, you got burglars breaking into people's houses and holding them at gunpoint, saying you got to vote, you got to vote. <laughs> yeah, they're already asleep. Because uh, we cut all the uh, mail-in voting due to uh, the illiteracy problem in uh, uh, Terre Haute, where people were mailing in like you know Chinese food pamphlets and stuff. They were just what also just happens to signing X's on everything. That this is the one week where all the mailmen in Terre Haute are on vacation, so that didn't work out. So. Yeah, we kind of botched that. We wouldn't one. we wouldn't have moved the ballots anyway, so you got to get out there. If not, we'll bring the voting to you. Well, we won't, but you know, I mean, you know what well, we're some saying. Some burglars here. or some strippers will or whatever. Just go to the strip club. Just make yeah, it easy on yourself. I, this might be common knowledge to people who've lived here for a long time, but for me this was really interesting to learn this election cycle that I was wondering why there's no one on the ballot for president. And it turns out that nobody qualified and no one even applied to run for president here. So you can't vote for president. Yeah, it's just it's not a thing that like, you know, we like to mess around with too much. We like to let the big wigs in Indianapolis kind of figure that out. Yeah, the people here tend to like local control. You know, they like small government. They like uh, American made, you know, the local guy just doing his own thing. You know, I can respect that. You know, local boys done good. We like those guys. We tend to give them all of our power. Uh, we like candidates that we would have a beer with because we are going to have to have a beer with them at some point, probably. We also got people start uh, trying to start new movements. Apparently, Terre Haute needs a Navy. Uh, not much water around here, but, uh, I mean, we do have the, the you know, a small, like, a little sea nearby, but... Um, well, it's a lake. If you go north to Lake Michigan, there yeah, is water. salt water. Yeah, but this was salt water. So that's because the them Branson boys put all that salt in it. Anyway, Jimmy Bells is trying to start a Navy, and he wants to be the Admiral. And uh, I said, let him do it. I said, let him do it. That's what I checked on my vote. Now, the problem, I... is, the problem is that you're going to see them Branson boys going out there becoming pirates. And they're going to be driving uh, quads into the water. They're going to be driving snowmobiles across the water. They go real quick. They're going to crash into those boats. Yeah. There's going to be a little, there's going to be a little, uh, naval warfare out they're there. They're going to watch a YouTube video called How to Build Your Own Submarine and they're all going to die and then we're going to have to, you know, find that submarine and light it on fire before it makes the lake stink. It's going to be a mess. Uh, what I'm really interested in is this freak of the week and then... Once we Ooh, now elect this is an our interesting race. 52nd Freak of the Week, we got to elect the Freak of the Year. Well, there's something which, interesting going on in the Freak of the Week race. Um, is that there's one person who won all 52 weeks of Freak of the Week. So it appears that uh, Alex Branson is running unopposed. Yeah, if he takes home, you know, the Branson boys love them Freaks of the Weeks. Uh, you know, he's been beating all his all his brothers, all his cousins and uncles and whatnot. And those those Hudson, the Hudson family. I mean, those boys they don't even run for it. They just let the Branson have his uh, freak of the week thing. They said they won't uh, even attempt. They just let him do his thing. And I, I, I uh, Dustin, why don't you talk a little bit about just for our listeners here, uh, a little bit of what the freak of the week, what that entails, what they got to do uh, to achieve that status, what they got to do to maintain it. And you know, the kind of things they get up to. Well, freak of the week is a, a sexual position, essentially. Not like a sex position like you're having sex, but it is a position that is inherently sexual. Uh, the freak of the week is in charge of the being at the end of most parades. Uh, the freak of the week tends to go to bars at closing a lot to pick up uh, what, what, well, Alex Branson likes to call skags. Uh, he likes to pick up the skags at the end of the night. Uh, he likes to make his own Pornhub movies with them. Uh, he likes to, you know, just kind of goof around. Every once in a while, he shows up at the Pleasure Man's thing, gets him a slice. Uh, but the Freak of the Week is a more public position where a lot of what he does is broadcast on the internet, on Chatterbait. He's gotten only fans. He's jacking off. He's jacking off to stuff. He's paying for stuff to jack off to. He's got his own Pornhub channel where he does, you know, advertisements for Fleshlight. Just basically anything you can think that would like, you know, be sexually provocative and nasty. He walks around town in just a t-shirt, no pants, 
He's got socks on, but no pants at all. He walks around with his Peter and his drapes for, you know, free out there, willy-nilly. And everyone's like, oh, there's a freak week. They're all taking pictures yeah. and pose with them. He's, he's, and, uh, he's telling them to eat my butt. He's telling them to suck him and, and, and you know, you know. He don't he do nothing. He Costco don't hurt saying, nobody. He wants to, he needs, he's saying he needs to be sucked. He lived in that Costco tent for two weeks. He was wearing those Costco. People loved it. He was wearing those Gildan sweat shirts, his pants, because he couldn't find the pants section. And he was going around in the frozen fruit food aisle. I remember that was a controversy because you can't do nothing the freak of the week. He, he got the go community. He's in that Costco. He's going anyone anyone craving shrimp. He'd like have his his dinger out. Yeah, it's like no, it's, no one wants shrimp. And, and then, he, you know, what if it's, it has some cocktail sauce and he dip his little Peter in uh, cocktail and then sauce? Everyone, but then everyone was like on board, like, okay, I get where he's coming from. Like, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. And he's kind of hot and uh, he's cool. And uh, He's really cool. Like, <laughs> that's what they say about him. He's walking around that Sam's without pants on and everybody like, who that cool he guy? Ra- he's raising the roof. I mean, he's always like, you know, laughing. He's got a smile on his face. He loves being the freak of the week. I mean, the only time he turns it off is when he plays pickup basketball, and he still don't turn pants on, but boy, he goes hard in the paint. You know, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like the freak of the week of the year is almost exactly like the pleasureman, except that he's got to do all that social media stuff you're talking about, where he's got like an OnlyFans and shit. Well, like most positions in Terre Haute, it just starts as an informal thing, and then somebody puts it on the ballot, and it's like, oh, yeah, he was freak of the week, but there wasn't a position for this before Alex Branson. That's fair. It's it's probably good to mention that this town doesn't actually have like a town charter or anything like that. There's not really any formal rules. It's all just kind of, you know, you make it up as you go. Are other towns different or something? Or Yeah, well, there's a lot of towns in America where they actually do have some kind of laws and uh, some founding document or like a legal system. Well, okay, so let's... Like, Chicago. Who runs Chicago? Like, who's your guy's... Top cop. Who's the town wizard of Chicago? I mean, they have a mayor like a lot of cities have. I think this so, town has a mayor, too, but it's a ceremonial position. What? It, yeah, I never heard of a mayor. I mean, I think here the mayor is just like underneath in the chain of command. They're underneath the Ayatollah, who's underneath the village oaf, who's underneath uh, the mailman, who's underneath the top cop on the beat. Does uh, he report to the biggest bastard? Who's running for bigger B- Bradford? I know who's running for biggest bastard this year. Leopold Branson is uh, in the running. I know uh, he's. I mean, he's a motherfucker of a bastard. He is a motherfucker. Um, that when we say big bastard, that could mean both physical size as well as disposition. Am I correct? Correct. It could be uh, kind of like a, a metaphorical sense, I guess. I don't know if that's right. Anyway, uh, you got a uh, Crenshaw, Crenshaw Wallace. He thinks that he's going to be the biggest bastard this year, and he's—I mean—he's got to run. He's getting him a run for his money. He's been doing some, uh, some awful shit. He's going around like kicking in like car windows, and you know he's peeing in like the you know the holy water at the church. And he's—he's he's running against Johnny Discounts, right? Yes, in a in a in a in a in a in addition to Leopold Branson. Wait, I I. I... We got a third candidate for Biggest Bastard. This is unprecedented. There is a female candidate for Biggest Bastard this year. Rachel Pills is polling at about 27%. Now, now, wouldn't that be something to have a, a lady Biggest Bastard? It is funny. And, now, and the thing is that uh, there's some some bureaucratic stuff about it where the Biggest Bastard actually serves under the town pimp. And the town pimp, I mean, he usually keeps them under, like, uh, control. Uh, some people think that, you know, someone like the Freak of the Week could be the town pimp, but it's like, no, I mean, he's got to have a little bit more, uh, uh, he's got to wear clothes. He's got to, like, yeah, you know, he's got to wear fancy clothes. That's, like, the one thing. Uh, yeah, like, he's got to wear, like, cool, like, I think cool that's, sweatpants uh, and suits. Yeah, I think the, uh, who, who's, who's going who's gonna to be town pimp this year, Jimmy? Well, we've got Tim Cromwell running against Dip Chipley. Uh, I think Dip Chipley is seen as the favorite because his name just sounds much cooler, and it seems like you could have some, you know, watch the game with him, have a few snacks, you know. Um, so people, they're kind of leaning toward him. He's got much cooler shoes. Um, Wait, did uh, did Peter Slut retire? Oh, I think he died from while uh, in the line of duty. I think that's what you say when oh, someone's right. in he office. got that new kind of hepatitis. Right, right. It's the one with the print symbol by it. 
Yeah, I think you're you're part of being the position uh, that he was in is that you have to get well, at least one type of hepatitis every year. Some people said that it was an assassination by his uh, his rival Viper Simpson, and uh, I don't know that that's kind of conspiracy stuff. It sends chills down my spine. I think about Viper Simpson. Oh, he. I mean, that's a guy you want to talk about biggest bastard. That guy would win it instantly if he ran for it. Yeah, he didn't. He he won. He always does the the really infuriating thing where he's like, I'm not a big bastard. Who little old me? And you know, he's twirling around his two six shooters the whole oh, yeah. time. And he also Absolute wears suspenders. No and sometimes no he pulls class. on he pulls on both suspenders when he says stuff like that, all really coy. Oh yeah, rocking back and forth on his heels and whatnot. There'll be someone, you know, someone is going to milk a cow and then he Viper Simpson slips up and he tugs on that tail so it kicks and kicks over the bucket of milk. And then they're looking around going, who did that? And Viper Simpson, he's, you know, slinking away like little shit he is. All right, we got an election here for the county riffer, uh, kind of like a ceremonial position, different from the bitcher, where the riffer's kind of like, you know, what's the deal with, like, normalization? Like, I don't want you, you shouldn't normalize stuff. Does a lot of pumpkin spice bits. Uh, that's kind of like the role of it. We got two good guys that can be County Riffer. We got Jimmy. Oh, he hates, he hates man buns. Oh that's yeah, he hates man about, buns. He's been talking about man buns for three years straight. Uh, he hates it when coffee isn't called, uh, small, medium, or large. Uh, he, he doesn't like the guacamole prices. He he's like never, he's never seen flakes. a coffee that's called anything else. Cause even the Starbucks in Terre Haute just says small, medium, large. Cause there's a law saying they have to. And we but got, for some we reason he still gets one. mad about that. We got Jimmy James Bond versus, uh, what we got here? Miles Prower. And they got, I mean, they're going, they both got a lot of hot stuff they're bringing to the table. They, both I are, mean, they got the leather jackets, their hair's slicked back with like olive oil. They've both been going in on all these seltzers. You know, people are drinking seltzers, get drunk. In my, in my day, we just drank beer. That's kind yeah, of stuff they're, they're saying. Uh, I'm like, hey. they got, and, I'm, and I'm I'm listening to them and I'm going, I, 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 you know, I know exactly. I, it's true. That's uh, why it's funny. It's true. Because I know exactly where he's yeah, nothing from. Nothing wrong with uh, ice cold Jimmy, beer. Jimmy James Bond's got a great bit that had me in stitches where he's like, what the hell is a selfie? Is that like a Furby? Me no want that. And then, and then during the debate, you got the other, you got uh, Miles. He's going, yeah. He's like, all right, selfie, you got me. I get it. But what the fuck is a selfie stick? Oh, <laughs> oh Kelly. Yeah, I'll come. She, yeah, she's saying that we got to. I gotta cool it. All right. All right. Sorry for the cussing. We ain't going riff. We ain't going riff. It's election no night. More. We're gonna leave that to the pros. So there's another uh, interesting race developing um, between Timmy Timmy LaRock and Christopher Halloween for the wet t-shirt contest male category. Not a very popular category. Typically, no. We just leave this one blank. Yeah, I'll usually someone up. will run unopposed for this, but this year it's a pretty heated race. Timmy, Timmy is awful. I didn't even want to see it, but he was walking down the street in that wet t-shirt, and he's a skinny man, but somehow, paradoxically, has some of the widest, largest nipples I've ever seen on a man. And see, that's where Christopher Halloween kind of has an advantage in the polling. because It's like a commemorative he, coin size. Christopher Halloween is dressed in like robes, like big black robes that are kind of, you know, costumish, some might say. And when he gets wet, you really can't see anything. And people really respect that. And they're probably, I mean, I would call it about 50-50, but I wouldn't be surprised if Christopher Halloween pulls this one out against Timmy Timmy LaRock. Yeah, but some might say he's disqualified because he's not wearing a t-shirt. Well, there's a t-shirt under the robes, I think. Oh, okay. Is it wet? Well, I mean, you have to assume, right? Like, they're just dumping buckets on their heads out there. It's about 30 degrees, and they're outside the polling place just getting getting water poured over their heads, you know? It's not hey, as well, easy to in, run for this position We're getting a, little, a few more reports here. Locked in results. Fellas, we got the biggest baller who's been elected for this year. Uh, congratulations to Haven Gold Bars. Oh, wow. He beat Fireball. I mean, he, we, he beat Melvin we saw Fireball. that one coming. Oh yeah, Haven. I mean, Haven Gold Bars has been walking around looking slick as a dick, driving around in his limousine. I mean, he's one of Gilroy Montana's great friends. He drives his own limousine. It's beautiful. I've never seen nothing like it. He picks people up. He says, uh, "You know, you why don't you why don't you take a ride in the back of one of these for once? Why don't you see what it's like? Try this on for size." It got size. him a lot and of that, popularity. And people, they get out of that limousine, they go, "What a baller that guy is!" Yeah, I mean. 
sure, there was some negative press when he picked up all those girls from prom and uh, never saw them again. He said he, he said that he put up the wall, you know, the little the little barrier thing the drivers have between. Yeah, the- well, he said he drove them to Daytona Beach, and he's he said they, you know, he said he just left them. So hopefully they're just still having a good time in Daytona Another Beach. Another locked result we got here is the toilet inspector. Congratulations to Wendigo Branson. He's oh, been yeah. trying to win this one for uh, years now. Thankfully, the last toilet inspector died after he got his head caught in one. Yeah, um, drinking on the job, folks. You know, fellas, environmental or occupational hazard. You know, fellas, I've got something here. It's not exactly an election result, but I know you guys like to have fun around here. And oh, do we ever? And you know, I know everyone thinks of me as a numbers guy. But I'm also into things like puzzles and riddles. And I was wondering, you know, the election got me thinking, I have a patriotic riddle I'd kind of like to read for you guys and see what you think of it. See if you can get the answer, if you'll have me. Well, sure, why not? This is the news. Nobody's watching anyway. Okay. I have 13 stripes, but I'm not a tabby cat. Zebra. Sorry, keep no, going. No, I'm, I'm, let me keep going. I'm a little blue, but I'm not depressed. I'm a little red, but I'm never embarrassed for my actions. An apple. No? Okay, blueberry. let me keep going, though. I got, I got more hints. Let me keep going. I'm also Stripped white. blueberry. I'm white, but not in a racial way. Well, depending on who you ask. Dunstan. No, Is it me? No, 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 it's not. And they sure. got straps on me? Sure, I have 50 stars, but I'm not the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, no, you're not going to get it yet. Dale's wife? I'm washer and dryer safe because my colors don't run. A t-shirt. No, no. Getting a little closer, though. You can't put Dale's wife in the... Can you put an apple in the dryer? I wouldn't put Dale's wife or an apple in there. Um, Here, Maybe you'll get it as I go along here. A dog? No. I am made of DuraWave's nylon to help withstand outdoor environments. Oh, that could be anything. A parachute. I am finished with a polyester heading for added strength with a four-point needle fly hem and four rows of stitching. And An l- army parachute. Oh, you're kind of getting closer. Lastly, my brass grommets always hold strong. A Who navy parachute. No? Navy parachute. No? Final answer. Okay, well, what if you were in the navy and you died and they put you in a box? What would they put over the box? A blanket. Yeah, but okay, this blanket... A picture of me. What's Is a it a more, picture of me? What's a more patriotic version a of a blanket? Okay, a ro- of roses, not like a Christmas one, unless that was your religion. Okay, Christian. well, what would you put on a flagpole? How about that? Is that going to be easier? Uh, Some get, uh, nerd's underwear. Okay, what if this nerd <laughs> was um, the president and he loved his country? What pattern would he have on his underwear? Who's going to elect a nerd as a president? They're going to have a nerd as a president. Okay, well, I mean, do you want me to just tell you what it is? Because I can't think of any other hints. Yeah, I'm stumped. The American flag. Well, I said that. That was one of the first things we said, right? We We both said that. that. We both said that. You never said that. Play the tape back, Kelly. It was right before Apple. You never said that. Kelly, don't touch the tape. Kelly, don't touch the tape, honey. We both got it. Nobody said that. Try to trick us once again. Seriously, oh, don't, we got, don't touch it. Your hands are green. I've seen you eating those chips. We finally got a peak belly commissioner. Congratulations to Jack Link Spranson. Oh, congratulations. Uh, what oh, are, who, who, like, who do we got for, for Lizard Collector? I'm looking between you know, Weeby, Eden Good, and Tekin DL. Uh, I mean, they both got it. They both, they've both been, they've been piling up lizards. You know, I know, I know Weeby's been collecting the iguanas all around the city. Yeah, I'm but say uh, my prediction uh, is that you more can, of a newt guy. He's got a lot of newts. My prediction, based on the polling, which is about 50-50 right now, is that you can call Tekin DL Tekin D Lizard because he is going to be Terra Hot's next lizard collector. Well, you wow. heard well, it. I guess you heard we'll it. see. You heard it here, folks. Tekin DL. Uh, what, have, what about uh, our friends in uh, in Little Britain here in Terre Haute? I know there's a lot of elections going on That's true. There there's tonight. a heated election going on for Chancellor of the Exchequer, and that is between Sav Lathers and Kimberly Fireman. Got a big and, British expat population here. Uh, they eat a lot of, like, wet bean meals on toast. Okay, they got a lot of, sh- like, flavorless 
cookies. Uh, the restaurants are just empty down there. Just a bunch of sausages and beans and a big bowl. Bunch of toast with beans on it. They it, call it's, biscuits it's cookies. And they call cookies cupcakes. Uh, who do we got for City Nonce this year? That's always the fun one. Kind of drag him down, put a dog leash on him. They whip his little butt. Well, it's looking like it's 50-50 between Kenneth Baker, Baron Baker of Dorking, and Gordon Burtwhistle. Don't forget about Wally Birkenshire. Both of them work at the local elementary school and uh, are more than qualified, but <laughs> this one's really going to come down to the line, I think. Well, yeah, uh, City Nance is always pretty hotly contested there in Little Britain. What about the top bloke? Top bloke right now? It looks like it's about 50-50 between Mohammed Tagri Mespan Yazdi and Abdul Hamid Masumi Tehrani. Oh, top bloke there is a, a, a great one. They're they're kind of like a, a, a mod. They're like posh, like a mod. They got a scooter and like a blue suit with a red tie. Uh, little hat, little festive hat. Kind of like the, the British version of the top pimp. Well, also, it's very similar to a... a the category of most wonderful boy. That's not uh, little London, but that's just a terahawk position, which was actually just locked in by Augustinian Ocularis Hudson. Oh yeah, he's a well, he's a wonderful boy. Are there any age restrictions for running for wonderful boy? I'm kind of curious Abs- as a newcomer. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Uh, we once had a 65 year old man be best boy, and he looked great in those shorts, licking that lollipop. And I mean, he sings a Christmas tune for everyone. How much taxpayer money per year is spent on the little hat that the most wonderful boy wears that has oh. a little whirly thingy on top? Well, we're not going to talk about that budget. Oh, right. dozens of dollars at least. We got Bladesmith coming in right now. That's Valentino Camaro Oxblood Hudson. Oh, congratulations. 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 Makes wonderful weapons. Uh, we got most likely to be a movie star. It looks like Samantha Dean, the high heel queen, has edged out cowgirl Sally. Hello. All right. So Samantha mm. Dean, the high heel queen, we are going to buy you one ticket to Hollywood. We will see you on the silver screen, darling. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I'm about ready to call Imam here. Uh, this was a fierce race between Isabella Flip Flop Marshall and Tina Monsanto America. But with about 0% of polling... Uh, and uh, votes coming in. I think we are ready to declare this for Tina Monsanto America, Terra Hot's next imam. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Well, it looks like a few of these more are going to take a few more hours maybe uh, to resolve. The last one I got locked in right here is for Ape Educator. Congratulations to Giuseppe Pasteur <laughs> on his win there. Oh, congratulations, Giuseppe. Apparently, he's going to be teaching them sign language. I guess that's never been done before. Uh, we got an election but. called here. I'm just getting this sent in. It looks like the lurker of the depths. That will be McKean Mato's curl. So congratulations, McKean. Oh, and uh, All right. oh, I'm actually We got a here. few more positions. Of, uh, I mean, a lot more Branson's running this year than usual. Oh, I got this. The, the, the Branson-Hudson Council has been elected. I got the power struggle. This is tug of war, folks. The formal Branson Hudson Council, only those families can get elected to do it. There's six seats. Uh, we just got the results in. The Branson Hudsons have reported that that council has been formed. The lunch chair, which was Tubbs Branson versus Indigo Hudson, that's going to go to Indigo Hudson. Congratulations on being lunch chair. So he's going to decide the majority of lunch-based rules for the Hudson and Branson in the town of Terrahawk. Congratulations, Indigo. Congratulations, fellas. Uh, breakfast chair is going to go to Wiener Branson. He narrowly beat out Halo Hudson. Uh, <laughs> really got that through mostly with uh, Wiener Branson's uh, fuck pancakes. He says he's over pancakes, no more pancakes, and everybody really kind of responded. Everyone's like, yeah, we want waffles now. Yeah. And then the Hudson, the Hudson boys are going, well, crepes are superior to both. And then the Branson go, shut the fuck up. They <laughs> slug him on the shoulder. And then we got the dinner chair is going to Barrels Branson, who has beat Denim Hudson by a mile. Uh, Denim Hudson said that he likes a a smaller dinner, and that just didn't resonate with anybody. Uh, No, not in this town. Not in this town. He was like, I I like a big lunch. We like a big breakfast. We like a big lunch. We like a big dinner. More More than one sometimes. 
And the final meal-based one is uh, Tiro's Branson versus Tiro's Hudson. And Tiro's Hudson took it as the brunch chair. So we got it. I mean, it, it just makes sense. Those guys, those Hudsons, I mean, the, he had their, had their eggs Benny, their eggs Benedict. Oh, my Lord. They had that little brunch place they got that they run. And they got those, uh, they make a, they make those chorizo ones, too. With the yeah, they got the chorizo. They got that little blo- that little Takate Bloody Mary. They got a little chorizo in that. That's oh, the spiciest Bloody Mary you ever had. Oh, you won't be regret around two o'clock. That thing's it'll coming wake out. you up yeah, though. Hundred miles an hour. That thing coming at you. You're feeling like the devil took a shit on you. You're gonna put a before. dent in your toilet. You're gonna have to call oh, an yeah. auto body repair man. Hey, I need you to come you look at this toilet. Those, those Hudson boys, they make a Bloody Mary so strong. That you go to take a leak in the bathroom and you see Bloody Mary here something in that mirror and you go whoa 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 whoa. And the two leaderships have the two leadership positions on the council have been called the Christmas Captain. Uh, the election between Banquet Branson and Warlock Hudson. Uh, Warlock Hudson is Terra Hot's Christmas Captain this year. Oh my! So a Hudson is wow. Uh, Hudson took Christmas Captain. It's a it's a big deal. The Hudsons haven't had a Christmas captain in over twenty years, so very special position, very important. The Christmas captain corresponds directly with Santa Claus, so answers all the letters, deals with the parade, gets the elves in line. So all congratulations! The oh yeah, congratulations! Congrats. And the last leadership position, the Turkey King. That's going gotta be a Branson, right? Come Branson versus Daydream Hudson. <laughs> it's going to come Branson. Is going to be the Turkey King this year, so we got congrats to him. We got a balance. This is a very bipartisan council. We got a we got balance in power, three to three Branson Hudsons this year. So that means typically we're going to have a relatively peaceful year. Normally, I mean, you know, you want to say a lot of people are saying you know the Hudsons need to reach across the aisle, but I say you know they're just gonna, you know, they're just gonna sit there. And then the Bransons they reach across the aisle, but it's just so they can tell them to pull their fingers. So. It's kind of crazy that they're going to be uh, three and three. Yeah, you know, this is the only election result get, that gets printed in the Farmer's Almanac because farmers uh, appreciate knowing how this is going to affect their crops. Because when you got too many Bransons on that council, they're going to be running around in those fields just eating everything up, you know? So it, it's it's pretty good for the economy here, too, to have a nice balance. Are we, right, we well, going to cut I mean, to like a commercial said, or something real quick? Do we have, like, is this, was this, P, it's like a I mean, we're live or? right now. I know. I've been waiting for a commercial for like forty minutes. There's we no like, maybe like play a, We can play like maybe a, a song, like a longer one. Jimmy, Jimmy, what's a good EQ song? EQ up that's the a song or something. I gotta. No one's willing to pay to advertise on this. Channel. I had the, all that warm tacate to settle my nerves. Maybe like a pink Pink Floyd song. I know it's only a, kind of long Tuesday, but I got the Sunday scary. It's trying to calm my nerves. Dunstan, a little bit. I'm you had all to day to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm gonna go there real quick. You got you can fellas handle this. Doesn't all right, you do all right. you go. Go take care of business. Me and Jimmy got this locked down, right, Yeah, Jimmy? we got a couple more coming in here. Um, looks like we can call this race for class president between two <laughs> 45-year-old men. Uh, it, the vote actually was 50-50, so they're going to have to split the position, but this was between Steve's, Steve Wetman and Torpal Dishwell. They are both going to be class president for the next year. Well, congratulations to both of them. Uh, don't know what those nerds are going to be doing, but... Congrats. Uh, I know it's kind of time to move on tonight to perhaps the big event. Um, Oh, Kelly. Kelly said we got a... Yeah, our guest is here. All right. Yeah, this is is the big one, folks. Come on in here. Come on in here, you old lug. Come on on. Oh, I know that voice. (laughs) If you've lived in this town (laughs) for as long as any of us have, uh, you know who's recording your deeds. It's a man by the name of... I got my Jimmy, this is my job. You're your guest. Shut up. Uh, Who's the new Bradford guy, Bradford? Hackadoc. You got to tell him what's up. Oh, it's our nerd. He crushes the numbers. So everyone, you know this man. You know his voice. You know his face, his beautiful face, his hat, his suit. This is the man of the hour, Gilroy Monsanto. Hey, everybody. On. How you doing, Bradford? Great to be back. My name is Gilroy Monsanto. I'm just pleased as a plum to be here. Well, I mean, you look you are your cheeks are all rosy. You got a big old smile on your face. Probably hitting the sauce. Probably celebrating. I was taking a nap sure. out in your green room. Did you just wake up? You haven't been watching any of the. the well, results I got rolling? up. I straightened my tie. I, I splashed a little water on my face, 
And I said, did I win this shit yet or what? Well, Gilroy, all right. Well, Gilroy, every year he goes off and he drinks alone. He doesn't watch any TV or listen to anything. It's 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 bad luck. He says he's kind of like uh, Brad Pitt and Moneyball, how he just goes and sits in the gym and ponders stuff during the baseball games. Well, and, yeah, uh, I like Gilroy, going fishing. I like to take off my shoes and go in the soft grass. You like to uh, you say you like to go get some ice cream. You you like to. Walk through the, the, the fields and drive your tractor. Licking my ice cream cone, driving my tractor through them beautiful fields. I mean, you said that, uh, I mean, you just started fracking a few more places around here. Well, I too, like right? going around doing a little casual fracking, nothing business like, just something I do in my I mean, free you're time. like a you're a fracking man, like, like a fracking hobby. I like but, to find I mean, those business for you, but you know, I like you, to it's your, imagine it's your myself. business. Well, Gilroy, well, like, I know I mean, you're like you're a you're Paul Bunyan about... character. I go find them G5 towers. They try to put up everywhere, and I hack them down. Not on Gilroy's watch. You gonna feminize me, Obama? See, so you're talking about your hobbies, but Gilroy, we had you come here to talk politics because, interestingly, you are currently the recorder of deeds, but you actually did not run for re-election because actually you are focused on a ballot measure to turn the state of Indiana into a monarchy. Can you explain why this ballot measure is so important to you? Well, it's important to me because it's fun. You said we're not here to talk about hobbies, and I'm afraid to tell you politics are my hobby, Jimmy. You must be new in town. Oh, touche. Yeah, Jimmy, he, I mean, he's a he's he's a recorder of deeds, not a recorder of didents, and he's the man who gets stuff done, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, I, it, it's not a hobby to go around chopping down G5 towers. I put that in my job description as recorder of deeds, and unfortunately I forgot to register to rerun because I was too busy trying to challenge Mark Pence to be Trump's vice president. Unfortunately, that's not how it works, and no one explained that to me to the very end. But irregardless, you know, I decided to put a ballot out there. We had enough of these fat cats in Washington, these politicians, the ones other than me, that just kind of go out there and take your money and rub the nipples with it and do weird stuff. So I thought, why not, Indiana? Why not have a king of Indiana? Huh? It was good enough for Larry Bird. Why can't Gilroy Monsanto be the king of Indiana? Huh? That's what I'm saying. And then I was like, you know what? You'd be the first state to have a king. No one else got a king. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and how's that measure going? I ain't seen nothing. My cell phone is covered in Jameson. Well, that's, why we brought this, that's why we brought this nerd on. This is, yeah, uh, this I want to help Jimmy the people Intiger. at home understand what this ballot measure would mean. Okay. You, wait, did you I, say his name was Jimmy N-word? No, integer. No, no. Do you know math? An integer, it's a whole number. I can guarantee he, he knows no math, my friend. I Fair know enough. the X's and O's, but only we're talking about NFL playbooks. But, you know, when I got this job, I told the network I want some graphics so I can, like, help explain this shit to the people here. But uh, apparently it wasn't in the budget. So the only thing they could give me was this little little thing here. It's like a commemorative quarter display with all 50 states on it. So I'm just going to open this up here. And over here, we're talking, if we have a, this monarchy ballot measure, if this passes, this state right here, Indiana, that's where we live, it's going to turn into a place with a king. And if you look here, we got the quarter in here. And this quarter you'll see, uh, I think is actually uh, honoring Monsanto. It's got a big... Oh, they passed it. Big stock of corn. Kelly's saying they just passed it. It's through. They passed it's it. It's through. 100% confirmed. 100% of votes said yes. Now, I like to take care of the little guy before I go off and celebrate here. And I'll tell you what, Jimmy N-Word. If you play ball with me, little Gilroy Monsanto, I'll tell you what. I'll get you some graphics. I'll get you Cletus a football robot. Me and him party on, uh, you know, uh, Chris Pratt's yacht. So it's going to be fine. We went to Prager U together. Well, what do you say to the allegations that the corn on this quarter got cancer and died because of Monsanto products? I never heard nothing about that, and I'm not affiliated with the business Monsanto. My family may run it, but I tell you, I don't get nothing from yeah, didn't them. Didn't Monsanto get bought by Bayer or something? They got bought by some bears or something. I'm not sure exactly what happened, uh, but you know, he's a he's a self-made man here, Jimmy. I'm a self-made man. I decided to strike it out on my own on the ripe old age of 28. I mean, as of about three seconds ago, it's a cultural thing to have a king here. So I, I definitely kind of see where you're coming from. I'm trying to. I'm trying since to accept pass it. it. Well, since since we passed this whole thing, and 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 Gilroy's the only person running for it, doesn't. 
I mean, he automatically wins. Well, technically, when I was recorder of deeds, I did write in a bylaw stipulation that said if there ever would be a king of Indiana, he would be appointed by the recorder of deeds. And as such, I am going to appoint myself. And I'm highly approved. And I, everybody likes me. Everybody likes the white suits I wear. Everyone likes, uh, you know, you know how I walk around with my cowboy hat and my aquamarine necklace and whatnot. Uh, people tend to like me, so I just decided, why not let little old Gilroy Monsanto be king, huh? Kelly, I had a crown in the back. I had it ready. Can you bring it out? And don't wrinkle the hat. I still want to wear the hat, but I want to wear the crown. He's going to look so handsome. I'll wear the hat in my house. Uh, now, now I, I don't know. Is this an interview? Well, I just thought I was giving an acceptance well, speech. How, how, how are we, we doing having this, you Jim? on here? Because it's always a good old time to have you on, Gilroy Monsanto. We don't want to talk about all this political mumbo jumbo. We're gonna talk about you having a good time and being a nice guy and a guy that uh, does so much for this city, in this town, and all the the little guys around here who are trying to make it and trying to be their own oil tycoons and uh, their own man. So thank you for coming on, and congrats for being king, becoming king. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Hey, where's Dunstan at? Is he, uh, what'd he do? Did he die or something? Oh, he had to go pinch one off, I think. <laughs> oh, that's Dunstan for you, huh? He's disgusting. Anything you'd like to say? Any words? All right, let's, uh, let's, uh, I'm waiting for the girl. Kelly. You got the crown? Oh, there we go. Here we go. I told y'all. I was ready for this. Thank you, Kelly. Take a look at this crown, oh, boy, huh? I'm going to be wearing this all, all right. the time so, now. Get yeah, that light on him. Get, my, get the light you know, on my man here. You got Kelly, get the light on him. Perhaps have somebody stand behind me with a torch. Yeah, give I, Jimmy, I, I know what Kelly, kind of king I want to be. Jimmy, you stand by him. Oh, my. All right. All right. You got to buff out the diamond a little bit. I'm going to get that real quick. All right. That's looking oh, you got good. diamond all right. earrings now. You got stand diamond up earrings here. in. Fancy. I'm a. I wanted to be like an old school king, you know. A- anyway, kind of look. You kind of look like like Fifty Cent or something. Well, I don't know who that is, but he sounds mighty nice if he looks like me. Well, he sounds poor compared to you. His name's Fifty Cent. All right, let's go. Indiana, we stand together today at the precipice of history. Today, I will doff the traditional kimono associated with the recorded deeds and don the ceremonial mithril armor bequeathed to the king of Indiana. Indiana, we made history. We are the first state to have a monarchy. We are the first state to give a low approval rating to Joe Biden, but a high approval rating to Hunter Biden. We are the first state to elect a man convicted of trespassing at a Hooters not once. Not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, not six times, but over seven times to the highest position in the state. We are the first state to vote to dig up all our highways and mail them back piece by piece to the federal government. Every little bit of asphalt and tarmac going in a manila envelope and getting mailed back to Washington, D.C., because we don't want nothing from them that we can build ourselves. And while we are the first state to have a king, we are the first government of any type to have three queens. And I look forward to a peaceful reign, as I'd like to introduce Queen June, Queen July, and Queen August. Indiana is cool. We got lots of stuff. Larry Bird, he's from here. Reggie Miller, well, ain't, but he was here for a while, and boy, could he let that basketball fly. The Unabomber lives here, I think. Like, he's in jail, but technically, that's still Indiana. We, as a state, don't look up to nobody. We're at the top of the class. As your new king, I promise this. I'm going to wear my crown everywhere. Kings in Europe just wear suits now. They're all bald and little, and they ain't wear no crowns. And, you know, they just think the crown looks gaudy. I think that's bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen in Indiana, I'm going to sleep in my crown. I'm going to put even more jewels on it. You will look at me and you're going to know I'm a king from across the street. Like, hey, what's that king doing? You know? Also, as a king, I promise to start taxing really bizarre, specific things. Like, I'll take some of your goats. And if you have a bunch of goats, don't really matter what I'll do with them. I just tax stuff. I'm a king. So I leave you here today, my subjects, with my first decree as king. 
I hereby declare that all lawyers will have to wear white suits and that courtrooms are going to be much hotter. Crank up the heat and we're going to see him sweat right through. We want it like the good old days. And I promise you, King Gilroy Monsanto will start there and take Indiana to a bright future. But the kind of future that was more like the past, with kings and queens and rights to new brides that is considered taboo nowadays. Thank you, Indiana, and I look forward to you serving me. You know, coming into tonight, I put it at about 50-50 chance of a fundamental shift in the form of government in this state. And it looks like that prediction came true. Bradford, are you surprised by this? Not in the least. And we're going to go party now. Uh, Kelly, Dunstan's text, texting me. He's saying that there's no toilet paper in there. So I'm bringing toilet paper, and then we're going to get out of here. All right, thanks for watching, everyone. we got to go do stuff. All right, uh, very cool. Uh, got, like, till midnight, 4 a.m. Some places to vote still. Make sure you go out and vote. It's important. And uh, thank you for uh, for everything. See you at the polling station. Uh, who does anybody? Who does anybody?